Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Flashes, champions of the Mid-American Conference. Little trick play and a throw to Baker Mayfield to tie the game. Perrion grabbed by Linder. Throw to first. Unbelievable. Chubb will take this all the way. 92 yards. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are the first national champions of the playoff era. The Indians have won the American League pennant. It's over. It's over. Cleveland is a city of champions once again. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. I accepted it. Gladiator. And we are live from Ken, Ohio and Franklin Hall. Welcome to Pass the Mike Sports Talk. I'm your host, Enzo Orlando, along with my partner who's back in studio today, Maddie Hayes. Hello, it's good to be back. Oh, it is. Yeah, just trying to get over this cold that I had from last week, but luckily not COVID, testing negative, so That's swag. good. All right, she's good. Yep. Let's <laughs> but... get a little round of applause for Maddie. Come on, come on. The fans missed you last week. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Were, so many people asked me, where's Matt? Oh, she wasn't feeling good. She couldn't even call in either. You had no voice No at voice, all. nothing, yeah. it's. The, I was like trying to, I was waiting until the last moment. I was like, maybe if I drink enough tea, I can make it in and do it. But no, right. yeah. Anyway, glad she's back. <laughs> of course, we got our Browns insider Mason Lauer in the studio today. He's got a lot to say on the vi- on the on the win against the Vikings. Not too many uh, highlights from Jim Donovan on uh, Buster's throws. Yesterday. I knew. <laughs> Not too many highlights. Of course, pack show today. Of course, got the Browns talk, and then the Indians era ended yesterday. The Guardians are coming next season. Then we got our half hour football special. Um, along with, at the top of the hour, uh, the big announcement of the Super Bowl halftime show this year with uh, Danny Callahan coming in studio to talk about that. Then an MLB postseason preview. That starts tomorrow, actually. And then week five of the College Football Recap. NFL pick them. And uh, we'll see how our temp co-host Jake did, Maddie. I mean, with his picks. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, he, I might have some words. Oh, we'll she, see. She will have some words on that. <laughs> Okay, but before we get into that, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, follow us at, at pass underscore the underscore Mike and Instagram and Facebook, which are both currently down, so we couldn't even so don't worry like about it. Videos. So don't worry, you know, pass the Mike Sports Talk <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook whenever it comes back. We don't know what Mark Zuckerberg's doing with it. Instagram is down too. Instagram yeah. and Facebook have been down okay. all day. Is it AT and T too? Because I was on hold with them for two hours, and then like I wonder if they're down as well. I don't know if AT and T is really. Well, down. you know what? I got some words for AT and T as well. All right. Yeah. So next thing you know, everyone's favorite part. If you want to call into the sh- show today and talk sports or anything else we discussed today, call this number three three zero six seven two seven seven zero one on the Orlando Baking Hotline. Orlando Baking Company, baking up the Cleveland area for over 100 years. And just a courtesy reminder, you cannot curse or swear when you call into the show. You will immediately be dumped off to air and phone line per policy. And let's set that. It is Victory Monday, people. Woo! It's a big Victory Monday. We got, I mean, it's a, we, we got to win. Well, Ohio State won. Yes. Kent State won. The so Indians big, won. We, yes. Everyone that we need to win won. But this this Browns game, oh my gosh. You know, it, like was, it was, <laughs> we put, the defense saved them, but Baker uh, Mayfield, oh my gosh. 
He was 15 for 33, 155 yards. Yeah. Was very inaccurate. Odell Beckham was open a lot of times. Couldn't connect with him. Demetrius Felton was wide open on, like, three plays. Couldn't throw to him. Unfortunately, that is, like, the only way to say it. Like, Baker was horrible yesterday. Like, it was just a – I think it was just a bad game. Even his biggest defenders are saying that he played a horrible game. A.K.A. Maddie. Yeah, I can say me, me too. Yeah. But, but Mason, what's your take on Baker's performance? It it was an embarrassment um, beyond imaginable levels. I think he embarrassed himself. I think he embarrassed an the embarrassment. Franchise. He came away with the yeah. win. He did not turn the ball. He, <laughs> Come on. No, no, he had no turnovers. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I will give him the that. Yeah. Did not turn the ball over. I just I just was came appalled. close a lot. <laughs> Seeing Beckham wide open and missing him, and you could see the frustration on OBJ's face as well. Yeah. It was very frustrating to watch. I mean, Baker was frustrated when he couldn't hit those passes to Odell. So a little bit of both. You think, I think they're having connection issues still with each other. With OBJ yeah. and Baker? Yeah. Third season, I think they should probably start to solve some of those issues. But I know he injured a lot last year. Well, what do you think? I feel like, so in my head, I feel like there's like three things that could be the problem. One, not even the problem, just the situation from yesterday. One, Baker just had a bad game. Like, that's, it could just be that. Maybe Baker's hurt, or maybe Baker and OBJ, like, just don't have a good connection. What, like, what do you guys think, like, the, I the thing is? I think that Odell is still trying to get back to his old self, so he's not fully 100%, and I just think they need to work better on their connection. I don't know why against the Bears last week, Baker and Odell connected well. But then when mm-hmm. they want to go against the Vikings, who don't have that good of a defense as the Bears. Well, that's why I think maybe it was just a bad game. That's what I think. Yeah. It happens. It yeah. happens. I mean, it, all I can see is that when Beckham's on the field, it, like Mayfield cannot just drop back and just throw the ball like free and easy. That's it's what I found. That's what I found in the beginning of last season. Um, that's kind of like what I was thinking. I was like, oh, well, maybe like this year will be like different. So I really hope it is, and that isn't the case. Sure. But well, we all hope. I mean, yeah, I was, we seeing, hope. Yeah. I was <laughs> seeing Kyler Murray and these kind of quarterbacks like just uh, Justin Herbert, who the Browns will face next week, just drop right. it back and just casually throw into their receivers. Like, for some reason, he cannot do that. Well, that's why I feel like Baker yeah. was doing, though, like with everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. the Chiefs the whole, game. The whole rest. Yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs, game, Chiefs game, especially. But Texans game, even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but Beckham was targeted seven times, only had two catches out of that. So that's just saying something. What's with going on? Sometimes that? he was wide open, which is really. Really just the killer. I know. He misses Landry, too. Right. It wasn't just OBJ. Okay. But you got to give credit to the Browns' defense in this game. They pretty much kept them in this game the whole entire time. In the secondary, oh, my gosh, they played fantastic. Best performance from them all season right now. Greedy Williams getting his first interception of his career. I got to say, I'm pretty impressed with our defense. Yeah. I mean, if a defense can hold a team to seven points, it's going to be tough to lose that game. So... It's also good to see Delpit and um, Owusu Kormo out there. They're speed-based guys, and they're covering a lot of ground. They weren't available. At least Delpit wasn't there for the first game against Kansas City. You could have used him. And then JOK um, didn't play a lot, I believe, the first two games. I mean, they've been pushing him uh, in and out. I mean, Taki Taki was back too. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, the D-line did pretty good, other than the fact that Jadavion Clowney did go down. So we got to wait on the status for uh, next week's game against the Chargers. I was going to say, if we can stay healthy, the defense, I think we are competing for one of the best defense in the league. I agree. I mean, the Browns, yeah. Well, let's... 
let's hold up. Well, a I mean, bit. the Browns were like ranked like fourth best defense in the league after yesterday. Well, Mason disagrees. What, what, <laughs> I'd <laughs> but, like to see him face a better quarterback than Little Cousin. Okay, they, they face Cousin. Oh, we face Mahomes. Yeah, they that's, didn't true. Yeah, that's too true. Hot. That's true. But that yeah, is the true. defense yeah. kind of did go low. Little I mean, Cousin is is vastly overrated. I, I love your. How do you get these nicknames for everyone? <laughs> Off the he top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he like writes them down. Like, all right, this one will now be this. <laughs> Uh, how do you feel about uh, Miles Garrett this week? Uh, well, I saw the video of him pushing the guy over, which was cool. Yeah. Uh, I believe, did he have a sack or half a sack? He had a half yesterday? a sack. He had a half a sack. So, again, I can't complain much about the defense. I think one week it's Garrett's the problem, like against Houston, where he just wasn't impacting at all. And then the next week it's Buster, and like yesterday. And I don't think yeah. the Browns have played a complete game complimentary with football everyone. all the way around. But, yeah, like, luckily that one. if one, like, you know, yesterday Baker was obviously not his best, and the defense picked it up. So as long as we're picking up what we are lacking for, I'm okay. But, I mean, if you're looking at the score, the final was 14-7. to If you didn't watch this game, wouldn't you think the Browns would have had <laughs> yeah. two touchdowns and the Vikings had one? That's yeah, not would, how it went. You would think it'd be like a close scoring, like good, yeah. good game. Yeah. How it went was Browns had a touchdown, two point conversion, and and two field goals. That's how they got fourteen points. Well, it should have been a blowout, to be honest. Oh, wow. If Baker would have played the way Baker should have played, it would have been a blowout. Yeah, he could have hit like two or three throws. Yeah. The reality is he didn't hit them, but yeah, still was able to you know come away with a win and. Luckily, like, our run game is just Yeah, our run game phenomenal. was fantastic. Yeah. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt had a Nick great Chubb. run game. Oh, Nick Chubb him. went for over 100 yards. He went for exactly 100 yards against the Vikings, and Kareem Hunt went for 69 yards. And then, of course, Baker had two running conversions. That one run was very weird. I don't know what he was doing. He was looking like he was Baker? A, had to use the bathroom or something. He always does that. It's a little spice. He's not the fastest fellow. I mean, he's fast, he's but he's mobile. Fastest, he can be mobile. He can be mobile. He's, I think he's pretty fast. I mean, he's, he's Cleveland. He's, he's Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I was impressed with Brady running uh, on third down against the Patriots last night. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I was impressed with that. He never runs anymore. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's 44, yeah, so yeah. Uh, but the you other, have a kicker, though. Yo, That's what do. I was going to say. We have a franchise kicker. Yeah. How we feel about oh, that? I, feel, I like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. McLaughlin. I really like him. I mean, he's nailed every field goal so far. I mean, yeah. that game against the Bears, saw him nailed that 57-yard field goal. Very impressive. Then in the, against the Vikings, he was able to make field goals, unlike the Vikings. Who and are we were so worried about it, too. We're like... When what who what's his name? Tony Parkey. When Parkey got hurt, we we're all like, "Oh no!" Because I feel like everything was going so well, like preseason. We're like, "Ah, oh, there goes that." But yeah, he's got a strong leg though. I don't know if Parkey ever made a field yeah. goal fifty-seven. No, no yeah. I don't think though. Though Parkey would just doink it. No, yeah. No, McLaughlin's been really. He's been coming through for us. It's good to see. It's nice to have. It's nice to have a reliable that if we want to put him out there to get the job done, he does it. Yeah. Uh, another interesting, uh, speaking of kickers, we're going to go to punting because there was a total of 13 punts in this game. <laughs> 13 punts. I mean, really, it was just so unentertaining at all. I mean, just seeing, like, like if you look at the second half, it was mostly just punts. No scoring at, there, was literally, there wasn't a point scored until, like, the fourth quarter. Well, luckily to make up to it, though, there was a lot of going for it on fourth down. So I mean, I'm saying, nice. Bansky, come on. Think football instead of analytics, what Barry's telling. I know you guys played the game, but and then you got these like little math guys right there. Stick to football brains. If it's fourth and six and you're in field goal range, kick the field goal, get three points. Don't try going for it and let 
Baker run around and get sacked because that's what's happening. I think Beach Boy's calling in the plays from his uh, whale boat. Oh, oh, be, yeah, oh my! Who gosh. is Beach Boy? <laughs> Deep Podesta. Deep Podesta. <laughs> Paul Deep Podesta. Beach I need like a like I need a charge. Well, because he's got, <laughs> he's got that place in La Jolla. He's out there in La Jolla, gotcha, probably gotcha. calling the plays. He's got his shades on, eating <laughs> lunch by the cove. You think he's gonna show up for the game against the Chargers <laughs> next week? Oh yeah, right in his backyard. Oh yeah, pretty much. Game. I mean, <laughs> he's got something to prove. He's got to, you know, he's got to now. Maybe they'll get a couple of those fourth down conversions next week. There we yeah. go. There we go. I mean, the Vikings were doing fourth down conversions too, so I could have been something Stefanski learned when he was with Minnesota. Well, I think overall, like both teams, I think they were very well coached. Yeah, I think both made some like good moves. That was like, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Mayfield always lines up under like even on passing plays. I don't think he's built to just get the ball out quickly. I'd have him in shotgun more. That's not to get too technical. No, I agree though. Yeah. I don't know. Drop him back and let him get the ball out quickly. Yeah, I think he. I think this season he's been good at like adjusting and learning. So I'm hoping that this next game against the Chargers, he kind of like, well, one just has a better game in general, mm-hmm. but also like learns and. I mean, I think yeah. he will learn. I mean, the Chargers going to be tough, so we're going to have to see what the Chargers do against the Raiders on Monday Night Football tonight. Yeah, we have one extra day of rest, so that is yeah, we calling do. for us. Yeah. And it's always interesting when you go in that stadium because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of Raider fans there tonight at SoFi Stadium. L.A., the Char- the Raiders used to be there in the 80s. Right, yeah. So that, that place is going to be rocking the Raiders. Who knows? Who knows how many Browns fans are going to be there? I believe Oakland's 3-0, and right? Or 2-1. and Vegas. Sorry, uh, that's all right. That's all right. Hey, Vegas is undefeated. They're three and zero. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, and the, and the Chargers, they've had both their games run. They won both their games on the road. They haven't won at home yet. They lost at home they to Kansas City, the the Cowboys, and then they beat Kansas City. And who did they face week one? Look at the Raiders. No, uh, Chargers. Oh, sorry, I was looking at the the Super Chargers, the San Diego. St- Superchargers, even though they're in L.A. <laughs> well, with that, come on, folks. We need you to call in 330-672-7701 on the Orlando Bakeway. I want to hear everyone's take on Baker Mayfield. You're saying, here's your take on the Browns. I mean, very interesting game. I'm expecting it to be Yeah, hot. what do you guys think? What do, you, do you think Baker just had a bad game? Do you think he's not our guy? How are you guys feeling about it? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. Twitter poll? <laughs> Twitter poll it up, baby. <laughs> we'll Twitter poll it up. All right, Mason Lowe, I know you got to be somewhere, so thanks for coming on. Where do you got to yeah. be? Base, Class be- down the hall. Yeah. Class. <laughs> yep. Our BSR Browns insider, Mason Lauer, everybody. You guys will survive without me. Oh, we, we barely. We do, see? I think. He just gives us thanks, the is the better inside take on the game. Yeah. 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 I think I'm, what I'm going to start doing is, no, never mind, I'm going to surprise you with the next week. I'm, I'm going to surprise you with Nickname tracker? No. Close, though. Maybe I'll do that, too. You'll okay. see you next week. All right. All right. See I'll ya. wait for the surprise. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. See ya. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. All right. Appreciate it. And with that, we are going to go to a quick break. But remember, call into the Orlando Bacon Hotline, 330-672-7701. We're ready to take your calls. So stick with, with us on Pass the Mic Sports Talk here on, here on BlackSquirrelRadio.com. I mean, it's Victory Monday, folks. Woo! But it was an interesting game. I mean, we won. I'm happy with that. But come on, folks. Call in. Or- Orlando Baking Hotline. Come on. If you call in, I'll give out some free loaves of bread. Come on. Who doesn't love free bread? I don't get free loaves of bread. Well, our sponsor needs to do a better job with that. I mean, come on. 330-672-7701. The Orlando Baking Hotline. Want to hear takes on the Browns because we are now going to get into the Indians for a bit. So Nice. The Indians... 
era is over. Yeah, I I would say they're officially the guardians now. Uh, I, 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 it's a hot take because I went on their website. Still, still the Indians. Still Indians. Yeah. ESPN. Still the Indians. They'll the, probably wait until like after the playoffs when it's like World not. Series. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. They I mean they haven't even released any of the guardians gear out. Yeah, they'll probably uniforms. wait till like. It's not so fresh, you know, because I mean, they, I think they kind of want to be respectful to the name that people like it. So I feel like they'll wait till like baseball season's a little calm down and then they'll say, I think they'll just change the logo. On it. I think they'll just change the Twitter and everything. Be like, oh, oh yeah, they got to change the Twitter and yeah. all that. I mean, how do you change like your at? Because that's the one thing you could change your name. Yeah. But you can't change the at like at Indians or at. MA. You can't change your... It's, like, kind of hard to do. Well, I'm sure if someone... What I should have done if I was smart is, like, when they're debating the names, I should have, like, got those names. Because they're going to have to pay whoever already had that name a lot of money to, like, oh, get yeah. that. That's what people do. They'll, like, pay different people who have already have the at. Yeah. And then they get paid them, like, a million dollars. I I don't think the Dolans will pay a million dollars to have someone change their Twitter name. No, no, no. But like, they don't even you know have I mean. that kind of money. I no, mean, but those will pay good money. If it's just an average Joe, Joe they'll take like a thousand bucks to change thousand, it. Thousand, five hundred, I don't know. Probably like ten thousand, Whatever is how cheap uh, the Dolans are. But Indians finish the season 80-82. Uh, they finished below 500 for the first time since 2012. Yep. I. I mean, What's your thoughts on the season, Enzo? Honestly, I mean, they kind of met my expectations. I expect them to finish 500, yeah. but they only finished two games below 500, so they kind of met it. Mm-hmm. It just, I think most people will just want to be back at the stadium at Progressive Field. I don't think people really didn't see us really going to the playoffs at all. I mean, some people did in, like, April, May, and June, but yeah. then as the season moved along, you got close to the All-Star break, you saw, like, hey, this team is really not going anywhere really so for me i feel like they well i thought no way they're gonna be above 500 beginning of the season i was like no way it's just they i didn't think they had the depth i i feel like every area besides maybe pitching we were lacking which turned out to be pretty true <laughs> i mean pitching we just had a lot of injuries and, I mean, and we, could, we had nothing that and could do. i feel like the indians will always be okay pitching we can put like some kent state players on there and the indians will develop them fine like i think the indians develop Pitching, no matter who they are, where they're at, the Indians will be fine on pitching. But um, I honestly, I'm pretty impressed with this team. I think they fought a lot. There's a lot of games they fought and they won, and we had fun. On a, I, I thought we had no business even being kind of like competitors. Oh, and towards the end of the season, we really weren't. But for most of the season, they tried, and it was exciting to watch. It was exciting to see like not the best team out there just rallying and wanting to win. I mean, that's the thing with the Indians. This team, ever since Francona took over leadership, they kept on fighting the win. Always, yeah. They're, they never gave up. And even with the way they finished, I mean, I think more people thought us going to be third or maybe second in division. But we were uh, able to finish, and we finished strong, finishing on a high note, and now moving on to a new era in the whole franchise in general under a new yeah, name. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that we should all just be worried about is if uh... – Francona decides to step down as I mean, our manager. He was out half the season. He right, was right. having those health issues, had mm-hmm. surgery. Which so, is also, it says a lot too because we kind of fell off towards the end of the season, I think. So there's definitely probably a correlation there. Oh, definitely for sure. I mean, yeah. Francona's the heart and soul of this team, but I feel like when he leaves, finding a new manager is going to be like a, like a process. I mean, we could stick with uh, Sandy Elmo Jr. We right, can go right. with him. Uh, it's just so tough. I feel like. 
the reason why, no matter what team we have, the reason why, one, the Indians develop them so well, and then two, the reason why we even get these players is because of Francona. He's just so well-respected in the baseball community. Oh, he he is. I mean, won two World Series with the Red Sox. Yeah. Led the Indians to the World Series in 2016, and uh, but... After that, I thought we would go back at least one more time, either 2017, yeah, maybe even 2018, but I, th- I think mean, just so many things yeah. went wrong. And-, and then after that, unfortunately, we just didn't have the funds or the talent to really... No. Like, I don't really blame. I mean, 2020 was like our last shot to get back at it. And yeah. That, and was, it, that yeah. was a tough outing against the Yankees in that wild card series. Yep, yeah. So, and there's just, honestly, there's just better teams than us. Like, it just is what it is with that. It is. I mean, I'm thinking about that wild card series. It was a two game series. I remember it was. It was weird. That yeah. was weird. Like I don't get what the whole and MLB's doing with their posts. And they they did something completely different because of COVID, and now they just go back to the regular thing where you have you got a one game wild card game against the Yankees and Red Sox tomorrow, uh-huh. and then a one game wild card MLB card man game against was that the Dodgers? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, was it the? They have it in here. The Dodgers are oh yeah, the Dodgers are playing the Cardinals. Do you know how uh the first week we were talking about how they need new marketing? Oh yeah. D- have you seen their TikTok since then? The Indians have a TikTok. Well, the MLB. MLB. The MLBs. If you have not checked out Major League Baseball's TikTok, you need to go follow them ASAP. They are out of pocket. <laughs> it is just crazy what's going on over there. Just one big meme, and I'm like, you know what? It might be a little cringy or whatever, but at least they're trying to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like good for them. <laughs> No hate for the MLB TikTok. I'm all for it. I don't. I don't get the point. TikTok. You're what? Enzo, you make TikToks all the time. I, I occasionally. I and mean, they're funny. You, yeah. You're like you're like a TikToker. You know what? Maybe I should become a TikToker. Yeah, you make Might good TikToks. Well. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. If I can make some extra money doing that as a side hustle, I'll be interested. Yeah, extra five bucks. That's pretty much what their buzz it. Yep. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. That's pretty much it. Nothing really going on with the Cavs. I, I, I haven't heard anything from the Cavs. I, I heard we'll see, they're man. in training camp. Yeah. Which NBA training camp fans are not allowed to attend. I'm very. I'm looking at the MLB standings. I mean, interesting enough, the Twins finished in last. Not many people thought the Twins would finish last. They made the postseason last year, but they ended up finishing last. Eh. And Kansas City and Detroit was ahead of them. I think I was predicting Detroit to finish last. I mean. That organization when it comes to baseball is not really that good. No, no way. Detroit's almost like a guaranteed win every time we play them. Oh, pretty much. I love going. Detroit's not a too far of a drive. I love going to see the Detroit yeah, versus uh, Detroit. Drive drive yeah, I actually never been to the Detroit's uh, stadium. It is. Um, it's an experience. It's um. It's a little. It's a little bit of a scary <laughs> city. A little bit. I, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. I've I've been the. Detroit area. Yeah. I never really been. You just got to hold your own. You got to put your head up and just, you got to do your thing. Oh, I get get what you mean. You know what I mean? Don't look left. Don't look right. Just look like you're doing. Just go. You're good. Just keep on driving. Yeah. Just, you know, don't stop until you get to where you need to go. And even then, once you got your car, just get to go. Because once you're at the stadium area, like you're cool. All right. We got a caller. Oh, God. I think I know. Oh, boy. You're on the air. Pass the mic sports talk. Hey. I, I just got back home, and I uh, heard the news that I should maybe call in if I had some time. How you doing, Sean? <laughs> Welcome What's in. What's up, Fitz? 
What's going on, Maddie Enzo? Oh, we're just good. Uh, talking, you know, the Indians era is now officially over, actually. We were talking about that, and then, of course, the Browns. I mean, what's your take on uh, uh, yesterday's win against the Vikings? You know, defense looked better than expected, honestly. Oh, yeah. And they just were able to pressure Kirk Cousins all day. Apologies to Quentin Griffin, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder uh, if Quentin's going to call in. Yeah, he t- He's still in Minnesota right now, so... That's oh, yeah, awesome. would not surprise me if he needed another day. But <laughs> in all seriousness, like, you know, the, the Vikings played tough, too. Uh, Patrick Peterson, you know, he's still playing like he's, you know, he's not like he's a dead man walking. He's actually, you know, halfway decent. And, you know, I'm just, it's just weird looking at a Browns team and thinking, this is a contender. And not being able to laugh it off as a joke. Right, yeah. right. It's funny, like, going through, like, stressful games, but then, like, winning the stressful games. I, I, this game was somewhat stressful. Here's, so, here's something I've developed over the years, what I call the gut punch. It's whenever the Browns are about to screw up, and I feel it go right into my gut. <laughs> and the only time I felt it this year was during that Kansas City game on that Tyree Kill touchdown. That was it. Oh, yeah, that that was the whole that was a total momentum yeah. shift in that game because oh, I mean, yeah. once the Chiefs scored that touchdown, our defense wasn't the same, and just Patrick Mahomes. Normally, ahead I don't feel it that early. Like normally, I feel it right when the other team's about to take over, or our team just is about to, you know, flip the script and basically hand over a loss. But oh, has it felt good to not feel that for a number of weeks? Fitz, were you worried about our defense, or did you kind of think that they're going to gel together and get it get it together? I mean, I think they've got it together already now. They've, yeah. They, I think uh, if you didn't see any of the uh, audio or hear any of it earlier today, they were talking about how they were kind of like freewheeling or freestyling the first couple weeks. And, like, you know, last week, this week, they've been able to gel a little bit more. And if, yeah. let's just say this. If they keep up like they are right now, shutting down the Bears and Justin Fields completely and getting Cousins pressured all day long and knocked to the dirt a few times, too, I mean... <laughs> You could be talking about one of the best NFL defensive units right? maybe in a little while. Like, definitely not like 85 Bears and probably not, you know, Legion or Boom level, but certainly a very, very good defense. Oh, yes, and I think what I've seen Joe Woods with his improvement on defense, we're going to have a lot of games this year where the defense is going to have to get us the win, not really much the offense. Like, if and Baker has games like this, next week, it's going to be next like Next week when they play against the Chargers and then the week after when Arizona comes to town. Yeah, those are two, two tough two high-flying games. offenses. Yep. Kyler Murray has taken a step up so far in his third year. Justin Herbert has been, and we'll see him tonight on Monday Night Football, seeing what he looks like in his sophomore year. If he's able to go out and, you know, let's say win a comeback against the Raiders, then he's going to be in the conversation for the MVP without a doubt for probably the rest of the season. And he's no slouch. He's someone who, you know, I thought like, ah, another Oregon quarterback. Is he going to be worth it? And he looks like the real deal. You know, I mean, I know Cincinnati's not, you know, regretting taking Joe Burrow right now, but my gosh, they could not have gone wrong if they had selected Herbert either. Yeah, and uh, Sean, before before you go, I, what are your thoughts on the whole uh, Indians uh, season, uh, just 2021 in general? Oh, you probably have a good insight You probably on have it. a good insight yeah. on this. I'm usually more of an optimist, and I thought, like, you know, like at least an over 500 record. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs, but I thought with the pitching they'd have a chance. But once you saw all three of Savali, Plesak, and 
Bieber go down within probably, I think, what, a couple of days of each other. Seriously. I was like, uh-oh, here we go. And then they they still didn't get swept. Here's the impressive thing. Despite the lackluster pitching, they still didn't end up getting swept by any team until the Astros came to town. And that was the 1st of July is when that series started. So the first three months of the season, they didn't get swept. So, you know, you've got some starters. You've got Cal Quantrill. You got Tristan McKenzie, who I think is going to be okay. He's look, McKenzie is still young. He's had a couple of seasons wiped out of injury. He'll be fine, um, but you might need to just manage his load a little bit next season. But then you have Plesac, Savali, Bieber rounding out your top five. Eli Morgan being like a Adam Plutko, Josh Tallman type starter to stash a Triple A. Then who else am I confident in among that group that came up? Uh, not as confident in J.C. Mejia, but there are certainly some other arms in the system where, you know, you could feel confident enough that they could fill in for two or three starts at most. Uh, you know, if it was like someone went on the injured list or maybe a turn through the rotation if someone needed a day off. And listen, the Indians soon to be guardians. Anytime, uh, you know, once, uh, I'm going to guess that the change will take place probably in the next couple of weeks. I'm guessing after once the World the, Series. That's, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Probably, mm-hmm, but they'll have the ability with the number of prospects they have to make a massive trade for at least one player. And I'm hoping it, even though Bobby Bradley has, you know, got the power and he's came as advertised in terms of the strikeouts and the locks and everything, Matt Olson would be an impact bat in the middle of that lineup to give you Jose, Franmil, Miles, Ahmed, and Matt Olson. I'll take that top five, although I know you still have to fill out the roster, but that's where the minor league depth really helps is that they've got options on the way this coming season. Not all of them are hitters. Some of them are pitchers, but George Valera, 2023, he could basically take a uh, Ronaldo Cunha Jr. type of path. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah, well, 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 Sean, it was great having you on. Great calling you in. Uh, thanks for your intake on the Tribe this year. Uh, you had a lot of good information on that. Yeah, and uh, if you guys are wondering, there might be some – I think end-of-season press conferences on Wednesday. So, like, you know, if you're able to keep an eye out for that audio, you could probably try and, you know, transcribe it for yourselves and try and have any of that for show material next week. Okay, all right. Thank you, Sean. You have a nice day. See mm-hmm. you, Sean. See you. You too. Later. Later. Always good to hear from him. Yeah, always good to hear from Sean. And now, Maddie, it's almost time, but we got to have to take a quick break. Because when we come back, we're going to have the half-hour football special next where we cover everything that went on in week four of the NFL season. So stick with us here Woo! on Pass the Mike Sports Talk on BlackSchoolRadio.com. All right, folks, I think it's that time that we get into the Pass the Mike Sports like half-hour football special. Man, was just take, taking some time to get organized, but we are ready. hey As we jump into the first game, Jacksonville Jaguars with the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, they did have they did go to a hot start with Jacksonville, but then the Bengals came back and were able to win it in the last-second field goal at the end. How good is Joe Burrow? He is just – every time I see him, I'm so excited for that kid's future. 
Oh, he. This was probably his best game I've seen him play before he just, his injury. He. I mean, I know he's new, and I know he's on Cincinnati, but he is gonna go far. He is gonna. He is the next top quarterback in the NFL. Oh, I agree. I mean, this game, 348 yards and two touchdowns. He was just throwing the ball, and it just it's good having Love good, good Ohio receivers. Boy. Good receivers. Jamar Chase had six receptions, 77 yards. Tyler Boyd had 118 yards and nine receptions. Just Dan, just Jacksonville just couldn't have an answer for them on defense. Their secondary was falling apart towards the end. Oh, and Trevor Lawrence did not have a good game either. Lawrence is having some issues right now, and just he's well, having issues. His coach is having yes, issues. Yes, we'll get into his coach <laughs> later on in the show. As we now head to the next game, Washington football team. They beat the Falcons 34-30. Close one. There was close a one. there was a terrible. Rough in the passer calling Chase Young. I mean, he barely Terrible. touched Mass Ryan. He kind of like just pushed him a bit, but they called that uh, roughing the passer. Like, oh my gosh! If you haven't seen this, go on YouTube or wherever you get your sports video content and go look at this. Oh, you should. That was just terrible. I mean, that just can't. It, it, we can't be that soft, right? That, that can't be the future of the, the, the NFL, right? I mean, it was, it was. It's roughing the passer. It's anytime. Or a pass interference if you're a defensive back, or even just the taunting belly. That was like a tapping the passer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I Referees, man, they really, they can change the whole course of the game, and I hate it. Oh, who doesn't? But then, you also got to give credit to Washington and Taylor Heineke. 290 yards and three touchdowns. He looked great. Now, let me just say this. He's looking like he can become the next Ryan Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic. Uh, you got to come with a nickname for uh, Taylor Heineke. What we got a caller in actually. Ooh. Caller, you're on the air fast to Mike Sports Talk. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? It's talking some NFL football right now. You sound very intelligent. I, I'm highly intelligent. <laughs> okay. Highly. All right. Um, hey, um, so let's talk Browns. I was thinking um, if there was ever an example of why a team should get more defensive linemen and more pass rushers, the Browns against the Minnesota was a classic example. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, Garrett and Clowney didn't really have that good a game, but the secondary in this one really played good. They played their hearts out. Well, I think the secondary did a good job, but it's really, you know, there was pressure on uh, Cousins, and I think, you know, that plays a big role in helping the defensive backs. You know, and if you lost, um, they had less receivers going out because they always had a lot of running back chipping a, a lineman almost every play. So, you know, when you can take a, lo- a running back and make him a blocker, you, you take out one less piece of the puzzle for the secondary to cover. And, uh, and it's still they put pressure on him. And, um, and they completely stymied the run. And uh, when you don't have a running game, last year they a lot of teams ran right over uh, 68 in the middle there. And that was a big success for other teams. They, nobody runs right, right to the middle of the yes. rounds anymore. I mean, it's just so great because having the defense we do, I mean, the Vikings had to change their entire scheme to deal with our D-line. No, absolutely. I mean, they have to consider Garrett and consider Clowney, and they have to they have to make sure somebody is blocking them, double teaming every play. I mean, yep. that's a uh, consideration. Makes everybody else on the line better, and it makes your whole defensive team better. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, who is this calling in? 
This is my oh, dad. This oh, is <laughs> this is your dad. Oh, this my is my dad. dad. <laughs> Maddie's dad is on the <laughs> air, so welcome. Hey, dad. Hey, I wanted to say, what was your thoughts on uh, Baker Mayfield in uh, this game? I mean, really not a good game at all, 155 yards. Well, it really sunk in when you watched Brady play last night and throwing the ball, this long, arcing pass that fell in the arms of these guys just before they went out of bounds and how good he is. And, and Baker missed lots of guys that were – well, first of all, some passes were just to nobody. I didn't even – I mean, I didn't even understand where he was throwing them. They were to nobody. And then when he tried to hit people, he missed badly, and people were wide open. So I, I hope this is just a bad game for him and uh, not a – I mean, I think he's a pretty good leader. He does a pretty good job leading. But passing the ball, he didn't do a very good job uh, Sunday. Oh, yeah. I, he, he had so many times, like, Odell Beckham was wide open, and he would miss him. Demetric Felton was wide open a couple times. He didn't even bother looking at him. He was just always looking downfield because they would have Felton out for, like, a oh, screen pass right there, and he wouldn't he'd hit him at all, and he would have at least a first down right there. If you, uh, if you watch that game again, you'll see several instances where he should have just pulled up into the pocket. Oh, yeah. The ball. He, he's like always trying to do that reverse spin to the sidelines, and and you got linemen standing around that can't block for him anymore, and they're doing a good job. But when he gets a little pressure on the outside, he tries to do that spin to the outside, and you got offensive linemen standing around saying, "I can't block for you." You know, if he just if he just step up into the pocket. Now I understand maybe being a shorter quarterback, he probably hasn't done that a lot because it's not not to his advantage because everybody's so much taller than him, but. He definitely is. You know, he needs to step up in the pocket a few more times and and complete those passes. Absolutely. I'm, I bet. I was saying, I bet he's looking at the film too. He's probably looking at the film, and they're probably telling him the exact same thing that that's what he's got to oh, do. Oh yeah, probably today at their like their film session right now. Yeah. Something they're probably having that right now and going over that. I mean, I just saw like defense literally kept us in the game, and plus also you know having a good kicker really helps too. Chase McLone, he, he's looking great. Uh, Dave, we were also talking. Oh god. Yeah, it's finally it's finally we have someone that can we can be reliable. Yes, on. Yeah, Phil Dawson. <laughs> uh, we were also talking a little bit of tribe earlier. Um, what are your thoughts of this season overall? Uh, who are the tribe? I vote for the Guardians. All right, All right there we go. Looking the for the future. All right, looking for the future. Yeah. No, I said I know. I don't know. I told all my friends at the beginning of the year I had the most unpopular viewpoint of all. Which, which friends? Going into the season, the, the tribe had absolutely no chance of winning the World Series. Oh, I agree absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They, no one thought so, they would make it. Right, and Bieber had the greatest year a pitcher ever had. I mean, he was literally—you could—he couldn't have more value. I, I said you should have traded Bieber and Ramirez then, because you could have stocked your 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 team up for years to come with great, great players. You weren't going to win the World Series. Plus, they had financial difficulties because they're. Uh, their minority owner left and bought the Kansas City Royals, that billionaire. So they have financial difficulties, even though they don't say it. And um, so that would have been the perfect time. And you don't know what's going on with COVID and what the fan base is going into this year, how the fans were going to be allowed in and all that stuff. It would have been the perfect time to sell your two biggest assets. You could have got a house plus more for uh, all those all those players. For Bieber and Ramirez, I mean, I can't imagine the great players they could have got for now and for down the road. And you would have, and and Lyndon Bieber, of course, blew out his arm, and 
You know, and we're right. had the same great season, but you still didn't even finish 500. So I know it's unpopular. People love eh. Ramirez. Yeah. I think Ramirez but, is going to uh, stay with the Indians his whole uh, career. I don't, I don't see him leaving, really. Yeah, well, we'll see. Let's All hope. Right. I, I hope so, too. I mean, Bieber, it depends on how much uh, the Dolans are willing to pay for him. That's yeah, that's, that's what the thing. Yeah. I think he is willing to stay here, but it just depends on, like, what's the contract the, the, the Guardians are going to give him. It's just if we wouldn't have had Ramirez this season, the games would have been – a little less. And, it would have been less hitting, <laughs> Less like enjoyable. Because we yeah. were the most no-hit team in all of baseball this year. Uh, yeah. Yep. There's three, three official no-hits, and then the one seven-inning no-hit against Tampa Bay, which wasn't official, but they still got no-hit. So. Still, those aren't the most fun to watch. <laughs> no, they are. No, yeah. not at all. It wasn't fun having another record that we're not proud of. Oh, yeah. Honestly, though, oh. I, it, the Indians did what I expected them to do. I didn't expect them to go over 500, truly. Well, that's because you got a smart dad. Yeah, that's it. All right. right, Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Thanks for calling, Maddie's dad. You're welcome. All right. All right. That was great having your dad on. Yeah. A little surprise. What a nice guy. What a nice guy. But, all right, before we get back to the (laughs) NFL half-hour special, I got got some questions. You know, if you want to get a slice of pizza, Maddie, after the show, you down? Slice of pizza? Yeah. Because looking for the perfect place to fill your pizza cravings, Come on down to Uncle Mario's Pizza, located on the corner of South Depster Street and Haymaker. Deep Heister. Deep Heister. And Haymaker in College Town, Kent. Mario's is best known for their artisan pizzas and loving staff. Come dine in and try their $6 one-topping pizzas or get free delivery if you download the Uncle Mario's Pizza app with fresh ingredients every day. No freezer, no microwave. Ooh. Uncle Mario's is the ultimate place for great pizza and even greater deals. Give it a try. Uh, I have to. Have to I was going to say, let's get some pizza. Oh, yeah, let's go. All right. But Sorry, continuing Gable. with what game? We were done with Washington and Falcons. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we have the super exciting Texans versus oh, Bills. That game was literally. Oh, it's so much fun. Davis Couldn't Mills, keep my eyes off it. You know, Davis Mills threw for 87 yards. <laughs> but then Josh Allen, 248 yards, two touchdowns. Stefan Diggs, he helped me in fantasy. Seven receptions, 114 yards. I will say, I'm really excited about this Bills team. I like the Bills. I like the franchise. I like the program there. I, I'm excited where this Bills team and this Bills defense is going. Oh, I am too. I they, they got a tough matchup against against Kansas City Knicks, and that's like yeah. kind of like a revenge game because they lost to them in the AFC Championship yep. game. That'll be a good one. We got we got. There's a lot of good games. This week. a lot of good matchups this week. Oh yeah, there will be next week. Yeah, their their defense is pretty good. Oh, the yeah. defense is looking better than it did against Pittsburgh in week one. Oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, All right, boy. next up, we got the Lions versus Bears. Lions had 14, Bears had 24. Lions and Bears, all we're missing is the Tigers, am I right? Yeah, I mean, see, they had that one bad snap on, like, the goal, like, a, like in the, the red zone. That wasn't good. And Justin Fields having a much better game. I know it's Detroit, but he looks to be doing much better. Did have an interception, did pass for 209 yards. So like I gotta say, Fields looking much better than he Fields did against great, the Browns. Fields look great, yeah, yeah. I like your note here. It says Justin Fields looked better, but he's playing the Lions. Yeah, he was <laughs> playing the Lions. So give him a little bit of slack. I mean, hey, yeah. improvement, but you weren't playing that good of a team. So he still has a lot to 
improve on in this league. And David Montgomery having his best game so far this season. 23 carries for 106 yards and two touchdowns. But he did get hurt in that game too. So still waiting the news, making sure he's okay for me for next Hopefully, week. Hopefully, fingers crossed. For fantasy. All good. Yeah, yeah. All right. Get All right. up next. Panthers 28, Dallas 36. So the Panthers undefeated. Time comes to an end. Dak Prescott went ahead and took this one. Had four touchdowns in this game. Sam Darnold having a good game, but did throw two interceptions. Yep. What can I say? I mean, I thought Darnold played decent, did have 300 yards, but those two interceptions, you know, make him look like his Jets our boy, self. Our boy Zeke had a good game. Yes, uh, yeah, 143 yards and one touchdown. Zeke, yeah, it's good, good to see. It's good to see him doing well. It's good to see that. So... Yeah, Panthers now 3-1, Dallas 3-1 there at first place in the NFC East. As we now move on to the Colts at Dolph. This was an interesting game. Carson Wentz going up against Jacoby Percet. Oh, yeah. And Wentz having one of his better games. 280, 228 yards and two touchdowns. Looking much better. Jonathan Taylor having a good one. 103 yards and one touchdown. Oh, boy, I mean... But Miami was staying in this game. He went Perset at quarterback. He didn't throw an interception at all. Threw for 199 yards and two touchdowns. So even without Tua, the Dolphins, they're still able to be in games, but they just need to find a way to win. There we go. Yeah. I was saying, watching this game too, there wasn't a time where I felt like Miami was out of it. I was like, the whole time, like, this is this seems like a solid game. Oh, yeah, it was. All right. Now we're going to get into a victory of... For New York. Here's a good one. Giants, yeah. The Giants beat the Saints in overtime 27-21. Go New York. Woo! And here's the thing. Jameis Winston played a good game, but I just the Saints defense wasn't evil, wasn't able to handle Daniel Jones, who threw for 402 yards, two touchdowns, but one interception. So that's an impressive game from Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Looking a bit better. 52 yards, one touchdown. So, yeah, another overtime. Hey, but we're sticking with New York because I bet you New York, New Jersey people, hey, celebrating another victory as the Jets beat the Titans in overtime. It's a good day for New York. Good day. 24-27. Titans versus Jets. That had to been a ribbon. Actually, I watched that game because it went to I overtime. Did, yeah. And I was just like, I'm like, I don't care about either of these franchises. Hate to say it. I'm like, can we just get to the Packers-Pittsburgh game? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's I, like, I don't really care about this overtime. I was happy for the Jets. I'm like, cool. Glad you guys won. But, yeah. like, I just don't care about any yeah, of these Zach teams. Wilson able to get his first win in his NFL yes, career. Zach Wilson did look good. He I did. was happy for him. 297 yards, two touchdowns. Did have an interception. So the Jets uh, thing really hasn't left him yet. So yeah, he still has a little bit of that so. throwing picks. But... Man, even the as much as Derrick Henry could do in that game for rushing for 157 yards. Yep, yep. He's still gonna get the win. I mean, the Titans are having defense issues. Let me tell you, they ain't looking. Titans good are in having the something. Year. Yeah, they're two and two on the year, and that's oh, they're somehow, two and two. That's somehow first place in the AFC South. Jeez, I wish we could have some of that up here at the North. Yeah. Uh, next game, Titans and oh nope. Sorry. So Chiefs at Eagles. Andy Reid returning to his old coaching grounds. And this is a game the Chiefs need to win, 42-30 over Philadelphia. Mahomes, 278 yards, five touchdowns, did have another interception. I don't know. What is up with Mahomes and interceptions this early in the season? Honestly, though, 24 for 30, five touchdowns, uh, you know. 
stinks, but it's fine. And you can't complain. I mean, Jalen right. Hurts, give credit to him having a good game. 387 yards and two touchdowns. I really like Jalen Hurts. I have him on one of my fantasy teams, and I just think he's going to develop well. He was a fantasy steal for quarterbacks. He, yep. I, he's kind of like an under-the-radar guy, but just solid. Yeah. And then Clyde Edward Hilaire and Tyreek nice. Hill, they both had impressive game. Tyreek Hill. So, how to move on next to the... Cardinals at the Rams. All right. Cardinals 37, Rams 20. Kyler Murphy just having an MVP season. 268 yards, two touchdowns. He's just unbelievable. And Chase Edmods, 12 carries for 120 yards. And this Cardinals team is something not to mess with. Their rushing game just absolutely destroyed uh, LA's rushing game. They just could not compete with it. Oh, and their defense is just something, too. I mean, yeah. Jordan Hicks having eight tackles, Jalen Thompson five. I mean. They're another fun team to watch. Like, if you know, if, if the game's on, I'm watching that one. Yeah, this this Cardinals is on the mess, and the Rams just were not looking the same as they were against the Buccaneers last week. Right. I mean, they in the second half, they just fell apart. It's the Bucks too. I feel like they're – if you're playing against Tom Brady, you just it, – that's a whole different game, ball game, whole different thing. All right, next. Seahawks at 49ers. All right. Final score, 28-21 Seattle. Jimmy Garoppolo went out with injury. Trey Lance got some playing time in, too. So that was good seeing him, but oh, yeah. he wasn't able to take the victory. As Seattle was able to win this one. DK Metcalf. Is Garoppolo okay? Why are you concerned about him? I want to see Lance. Why are you concerned about you, you know why I'm concerned about yeah, him. I know why. Yeah. That's, that's why we're moving on. All right, all right, all right. Ravens <laughs> at Broncos. Baltimore destroyed the Broncos because they finally played a player in a real team. 23-7. Amar Jackson with 316 yards and one touchdown. Didn't run as much as usual because it's a little bit harder to run the Mile High City. So, hey, Ravens and Broncos, they're both 3-1. and one. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater went out in this game, so Drew Locke had to come in and throw an interception. Nice. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> oh, this next game. I love this score. Packers at Steelers. What was the final score of that game, Maddie? Packers versus Steelers. We got the Steelers at 17 and the Packers at oh, 27. Man. We knew this was going to happen. I, I think Big Ben looks fantastic, and I think that and I, and I think he should be their quarterback forever. You know, I really like that, Ben. He should be their quarterback forever. <laughs> I think forever. he should stay at their quarterback. Because he threw an interception and only passed <laughs> for 232 yards. Did have a touchdown, but he is not looking good. He can't move out of the pocket. No. He throws a ball literally Barely I mean, just since the beginning of the season, he just looks old. I'm so sorry. I know he's a legendary quarterback, but he looks old. He can't move. He can't. It's just, I'm sorry. I, I hate to say it. Do you think he's going to be starting uh, when the Browns play the Steelers on Halloween? I don't think he might be. I think he's going to play all season. He's going to play I don't think season. the Steelers, they, they never they never change things. You know, they're like, don't panic. Just keep going with what we're doing. So it's the Steeler way. Like it's this, the it's That's how they do. That's how they run their, their well, franchise. That's how yeah. the Rooney's do things. So, fine by me. Let's tailgate the heck out of that. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers having a good game. 248 yards, two touchdowns. He, after that week one loss, yeah, he's I take back what so I said. Totally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think Rodgers, he just wants to play to win. He doesn't yeah. care about the order. He just wants to win. He had some good comments about that, too, about people that were saying that, like, he didn't care. So, right. don't always a C. All right, Sunday night football game, man. This was a... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Wasn't a good game to watch, but a very emotional game for just any NFL game as Tom Brady came home to New England. Uh, broke the passing yards record as he now leads the NFL in that. 
as the Buccaneers went on the win, nineteen to seventeen. I thought. I mean, like, there's a lot of errors in it, but just like score wise and game wise, it was a good game to watch. You know, it wasn't like a bad game to watch. I it, mean, the pro- weather it just probably stressed you out. The weather, <laughs> the weather wasn't stuck, good. Yeah, Brady was probably emotional. He wasn't having a good game. I mean, he did pass for two hundred sixty-nine yards. Nice, but. Our expectations higher for you, Tom Brady. Twenty-two for forty-three. Definitely, definitely has done. Should do better for Tom Brady. It definitely. I mean, defense really kept Tampa Bay in this game, and then some things did not go the way for the Patriots. And the Patriots really wanted to win this game too. They wanted to show that Belichick can win without Brady. Right. This one goes to show that the Brady is not a system quarterback. I just got to get that in there. <laughs> this, this was a tough game. Just in the beginning, just seeing Brady come out, the Patriots fans were like cheering and everything. But then once the game started, Pats fans were going against them. I got like a new that. poll for us. Does Enzo, who loves who more? Enzo, does Enzo love Tom Brady more or does Maddie love LeBron more? I mean, they're both goats <laughs> in a yeah. respected way. I mean, I just like Brady because he's the greatest. Like, I'm, no, not, I'm not a Buccaneers fan at all. No, no, no. I, I don't no. like the Buccaneers, really. Oh, I mean, eh. yeah, I totally. I just like Tom Brady, as but you should. I think you should. You should have that respect. And it took it took me a while. I think it was after uh, he beat Atlanta. I used to hate his guts, and now I just have the massive. You used respect. to hate him? Yes. Who didn't? No, everyone was. Oh no, him. no! I I never. I always was like gotta respect it. it. Took a while. I always I I always try to respect greatness unless they're on my list. Okay. All right. So now Monday Night Football, as week four is not over, it's the Raiders at Chargers. Yep. Who do you got in this game, Maddie? Oh, gotta go with Vegas, baby. I gotta go with the Raiders, too, because here's the thing. So many Chargers games are like road games for them because there's more of the away team fans than Chargers fan. Yep. And the Raiders were in L.A. back in the 80s. So a lot of Raider fans still living out in Los Angeles, so... You're going to see a lot of black and silver out there instead of the powder blue and yellow. So that's why I... Those are always fun. I love when there's like a good mix of fans. But I am interested to see how Justin Herbert plays as the Browns. We got them next week. So that is your half-hour football special here on Past Mike Sports Talk. But when we come back, Maddie and I are going to be talking about the Super Bowl 56 halftime show plus getting into the MLB playoffs. So stay tuned here on Past Mike Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com. All right, welcome back to Past the Mike Sports Talk here on BlackScoreRadio.com, and we have a special guest in the studio. We got Danny Callan here from Callan's Corner, That's and right. he's got a radio show on Black Score Radio with our Browns beat reporter Mason Lauer. What's, what's That's your show? Right. Yeah, the show's the Weekly Catastrophe. Uh, we meet every, <laughs> every it's a talk show every Wednesday here on Black Squirrel Radio, 5.30 to 7.30. Uh, thank you so much, Enzo, for having me on as a guest. Uh, uh, you're and uh, thank you as well, Maddie. N- nice meeting you, <laughs> to you. again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's good to be back here. What do you guys talk about on your talk show? We just talk about, a, like, a variety of stuff. It's just <laughs> it's just like a podcast. It's just a very loose variety okay. show. That's gotcha, how a lot gotcha. of Danny's podcasts already made it into his radio show, kind of like how I did, yes. too. So. Nice. Yeah. Very great it. show, but, man, it's... So we're not doing the weekend recap. We're kind of doing something different because we got some big news going out for Super Bowl 56 halftime show. Maddie, who is hosting, who is performing at the Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, we got Doja Cat. We got, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we got uh, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, mm-hmm. 
Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Those are all like the headliners. What a lineup. So, yeah. That is, yeah. That is a lineup, yeah. Pretty incredible I stuff. I mean, just like, like three of them are from California. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick. Mary J, she's from New York, and Eminem's from Detroit. But they all have like a connection from each other in like the 2000s. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Definitely. was a little later, but... They still all perform together in a couple songs. Older millennials are going to go crazy for this. I don't know. <laughs> if you're a fan of hip-hop, you definitely Oh, yeah. This. Absolutely. I, mean, right. I think the NFL really finally nailed the halftime show. Who do you guys think is going to be like the first person on stage? It's going to be Dr. Dre and Snoop, I'm going to say. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be Dr. Dre and Snoop. Because they're, like, they're more of the OGs, right? Yeah, yeah. OGs. I mean, the stadium is in uh, Englewood. Where's... No, it's Snoop Dogg's from Long Beach, not Englewood. Well, it's still close still to close, <laughs> close, close, close to Long Beach. Yeah. Close, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of nice they did this because I feel like they always do like kind of more modern, I guess. Like right, yeah, like so, whoever the current pop. Right, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've been always going back to like like older guys like the Who or the Rolling Stones or Tom Petty. Yeah, They're great performers, but it was just right. like they never stayed with the current. And now, recently, they have been the last couple halftime shows right like last year was the weekend would you would y'all think of a weekend last year better than i thought i thought i I thought he did better than i thought wasn't bad no i thought he did a good job uh like working like the whole like stage i Mm -hmm. i thought his stage presence was good I think good performance, but I think just that one part, Dan, you were watching this with me. <laughs> yeah, the fun see. house It was part like the fun yeah. house would go in, he, he would make those like weird faces, which just came into like a meme. Yeah, I just yeah, thought totally. that was silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like two years ago, it was uh, Shakira and J-Lo. I thought that was good, but somehow that one was mm-hmm. controversial just because of some twerking, and I didn't think it was that bad. Oh, I've I seen sh- worse. I enjoyed that one, actually. I thought well, that yeah, one was funny. Yeah, <laughs> I also I thought the, the last one that I actually thought was really solid, and maybe it's because I'm a huge fan of her. But like, I really liked Lady Gaga. It's like she jumped off oh, of yeah, the stadium. Like that was pretty cool. You love Lady I mean, Gaga? Oh yeah, huge fan. Oh, huge I, fan. I'm the biggest. Really? Yeah. Uh, mo- biggest little monster. <laughs> swear to God. Um, yeah. But oh. this year will probably be pretty epic. I mean, but with oh, those yeah. stars, like what what songs do you think we're gonna hear from them? Like, uh, I that's a good question. A lot of their songs are not the cleanest. What yeah. is uh I would say still DRE. We're gonna hear Humble for sure. Oh yeah, we'll Humble. definitely hear Humble. That is definitely that's gonna get people. Trees, Eminem. I would say the real some shady or You think he's gonna sing Lose Yourself? Like Probably. Maybe, maybe Lose Yourself. Um, probably here, uh that would be cool if he came out wearing a hoodie with like spaghetti sauce on oh, it. Oh, like, did you hear Eminem? Actually, he actually opened a spaghetti place in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, really? It's called Mom's spaghetti, spaghetti, right? Like, and lose yourself. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's the top. It's the biggest. It's like the top thing to go in Detroit now, and like there's like a big line outside of it. And if, mm-hmm. whenever I head up there, I'm gonna have to try it. Yeah, for oh, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure the weight will be like atrocious, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I've heard you the spaghetti do it. wasn't that bad. Like really? Yeah. I mean, Is he Italian? I don't think Eminem's Italian, so... <laughs> it's rough. We might have Italian cooks in there. I think uh, mm-hmm. we'll probably hear from Mary J. Blige. Definitely Be Without You. Maybe Family Affair. I would say Family okay. Affair, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Wrong, maybe. Guest appearance by Drake. Let's see it. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Drake might come out, but I know Eminem and Drake have some history of not liking each other. I feel like Eminem, Drake doesn't want to do... Not a big fan of him. I feel like Drake thinks okay. he's, like, above the halftime show. Yeah. Oh, he does. Uh, he'd, right. be, he'd be a good one too. Is, uh, are we gonna get a guest appearance from Kanye? Or? Oh, <laughs> I don't think so. No way! They don't want him yeah, to live there for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they just yeah, got him out not. of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, so yeah. gotta keep oh, him yeah, the stadiums. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My I don't bad. know. Beyonce's so, the queen of. Yeah, has she performed yet or no? Beyonce at the Super Bowl? 
Yeah. She's performed like. Did you ask us? Oh, she has. Beyonce is the queen of the Super Bowl. Oh, hey, my bad, my bad. (laughs) I should have done my homework with (laughs) historic. (laughs) To be fair, he did come in and say, "What am I talking about?" But, uh, uh, do you think Eminem will do Stan and Mary J? That'd be Jay cool if he did Stan. Or Stan. <laughs> I think oh, he sorry. will do He might do Stan. That'd be sick. Uh, he's Because he performed it clean at the Grammys with John Elway like, mm-hmm. in the 2000s. That might be a one you might see from Shane. Maybe he'll do, like, Not Afraid, the clean version. Yeah, maybe Not Afraid. Uh, There's a lot of options with I them. I can see that. Kendrick, good. Ooh, will he do... Maybe we can get some Young, Wild, and Free by it's... Snoop. <laughs> oh, maybe... Well, no, how, long, how long is this show going to be? The show is usually 20, 20, 20 minutes, 15. Okay. Are they going to have time to sing all these different they, songs? I mean, usually <laughs> how they do it, they sing like just like the verses of it. They don't sing like... Right, like an thing. entire... Yeah, that's fair. Who would you guys like your top pick for like... if Your dream scenario, who would you guys pick to have the halftime show? Okay, like, but, okay, next year? So, or just, like... Just, like, at any point. Like, you're, like, right now you get to pick the halftime performer. I get to pick the performer. Yeah, you can't, can't yeah. be who's in it this year. You want to make it that? Whatever, just... Yeah, we can do that. Um, Live or dead? Like, can we bring someone back? No, it's gotta be alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you can't be, like, pulling out Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, no, he, well, he, his was really good in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I mean, I, so I mentioned Kanye earlier. I'm, like... As far as rap goes, I don't even listen to, like, a ton of rap, but I yeah. like Kanye, and I think that'd be kind of cool. I yeah. mean, I know he's, like, controversial. Like, some people don't like him. I love Kanye. Yeah, like, I think, <laughs> I think, I think Kanye, Kanye has had such a unique career. He just, you know, he would try to make some, Kanye would just, like, He would try to make it over the top, though. Or do something political like, or something, like. Yeah, he's like, we're going to play the entire Donda album. He, you know, no, he would, like, stop it, like, like, stop the whole show. We're like, man, yeah. we're just trying to watch some football. Like. Yeah, so he might be a little too <laughs> yeah. much. I mean, I don't know who else, but, I mean, maybe, like, Billie Eilish at some point. Billie Eilish. Cool. I want to see Doja Cat and Miley. Mm. I'm gonna That's have what I to say, I would like to see Travis Scott. Yeah, I heard his concerts are so great. Travis live. Scott did it. He uh, oh, he did sicko mode. Well, he came in for once. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. did like the, the SpongeBob. People were mad about that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it wasn't yeah. that good. I remember it was someone else that was kind of older, so I think they put Travis they Scott in there. Maroon Five. Maroon Five. Yeah. Maroon Five did not do. Good. I remember my dad was just like what you like this song yeah and i'm like he's like you know every word to this song honestly that was one of the worst performances yeah, well, Five did bad <laughs> because I, uh, they kept teasing that they were gonna do like a tribute to like the guy the creator of spongebob because he passed away yeah. oh yeah that was not a good do, one like, gonna sweet play victory sweet Vic- yeah they should have started with that <laughs> yeah and well then they did maroon five but then they showed the animation of spongebob everyone was going crazy they're like oh yeah. we're actually gonna do sweet victory but then they just blended it into it sicko, sicko mode, mode <laughs> and everyone was sick of sicko mode at that point yeah so. not me man sick i'll still bounce sicko so- mode Every party would play that song. I, I wonder how yeah. our parents are gonna feel about I mean, this halftime I mean, show. I mean, my dad. I <laughs> it's think, a lot of My hip-hop. dad would listen to like the old '90s, like Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Like my dad was not a fan of Eminem. I know my mom is not a fan of Eminem. That really? Much. Yeah, my dad likes Eminem. <laughs> I think my dad. That's the only one my dad actually doesn't mind. <laughs> my my mom likes Mary J. Oh yeah. Regrets that. Mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige is just iconic. My dad's probably like, oh, who's Kendrick Lamar? Oh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom, now, who's Kendrick? Who's Kendrick? That'll be probably Kendrick's been around one. for over ten years. Yeah, he has, for sure. It's oh, he'll, like he'll probably sing. He'll probably do humble in DNA. Humble DNA. Oh, you think probably. he's gonna do love? Or uh, be all right, maybe? Yeah. Oh, he might do that. Yeah, that one. What about what if like they got Tyler the Creator at some point? Nah, I'm good. That'd be kind of cool. 
Yeah. Kanye would be crazy. Uh, Kanye is something else. You think they asked the weekend to do it too early? Or do you think he's been around long enough? No, I think it was a good time to do it. Good timing for him? I mean, he was the top artist in 2020. I think that he was a very safe bet and a very, like, last year was a very political year. So I feel like the weekend was a very yeah. like safe. He, yeah, he was yeah. very moderate. Yeah, very just like people songs people know on the radio. Like right, That's he didn't. Fair. Yeah, so I think he was a good bet for what he was. That's fair. Yeah. So oh, nothing but a G thing's got to be performed. That's Snoop and Dr. Dre's first song together. There we go. Are That's... they gonna perform "Pop It Like It's Hot" <laughs> or "Drop It Like It's <laughs> Hot"? It's like, yeah, uh, drop it, not pop it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see California girls. <laughs> oh yeah, Katie Perry. Just, yeah. Katy Perry shows yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, every year I'm just like, where's Beyonce? Especially when Lady Gaga was the halftime. I'm like, telephone with Beyonce. Let's see it. I got to see it. But yeah. It's going to be pretty epic. Oh, sure. it is. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, hopefully we see a certain team in that Super Bowl, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's going to be Browns Buccaneers. I said that at the beginning of the year. What would you yeah. do, Enzo? I don't even know what we would do when we make it. Cause we haven't, we never oh, made my it. gosh. <laughs> I, like, can't even imagine. I can't even imagine what kind of mindset I'd be if the Browns were in the Super Bowl. I I'd, ha- I'd have to get some kind of Browns tattoo or something. Yeah, if oh, a, I mean, I would get one when they win it. Yeah. If the Browns won the Super Bowl, there would be not just a huge parade. In Cl- there would be celebrations across the entire oh country. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> That would be Chicago would have a huge parade. Like the all, world. all these other cities would have big Browns. The world parades. ends the Not next Pittsburgh. day. <laughs> like... Pittsburgh would be mad. Yeah, except for like Pittsburgh. Oh my god, we should Pittsburgh, rush Pittsburgh. And, the... and like whoever Cincinnati. they beat. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be funny if they played. Like if they played Tampa, for instance, and they beat Tampa, and then Tampa has like a parade for the Browns. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Tampa, like that big. Tampa has Browns in. You know, their fan base is very interesting because they're very like fair weather mm-hmm. like you've seen that with the lightning and the buccaneers and now the rays are in the mlb playoffs and well people <laughs> in tampa are like oh man we got a baseball team well like <laughs> florida <laughs> if you think about job. it like florida like a lot of people that move there are just like wanting to retire yeah like yeah. they're retired so like they already have like teams up north or wherever they yeah. live so that's um, fair danny Enzo, i gotta ask how was your guys's homecoming oh it was a lot, of, time, fun, a lot yeah. of fun yeah did you guys go time. to the game we did oh, yeah, the game. I was at the game. How? Game. What was the energy like there? It was homecoming. It was, it was a good energy. I'd say got yeah. a lot of fans in there. The yeah. tailgate mm-hmm. scene looked fine. I don't know if Danny, if you. Yeah, I actually, I only get, I went to the game halftime and like I was there for like third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, and we yeah. were like in the end zone because like the student section was so full, uh, so we sat in the end zone. But the end zone was pretty awesome. full. That's awesome. Yeah. The student yeah. section was full. I love cats. Yeah, people were going crazy. They were uh, screaming. Our, the people I was with were screaming like pressure at the other team. <laughs> so like, that was a lot of fun. Um, but refs at some points weren't really on our side, and I started yelling, uh, you know, it's homecoming. So, yeah, it's like, come on, man. And what was the ending score there, Enzo? Do you remember? It was 27-20. Yeah, 27-20. Was it a good game? It was a good a good game, I mean, you know. Yeah, it was, just, yeah, it was pretty back as long and forth. As, you got the, as long as we got the win, we were happy with it. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Say. And then you guys had fun going out after and doing oh, your Oh, yeah, activities. great night. Yeah. Great night. Jealous. We went to Ray's, yeah, you know. Ray's, <laughs> yeah, I heard it's an establishment, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Great time. Uh, you could never have a bad time at Ray's. 
Oh, That's no, true. I got wait. some uh, slices at guys as well. But oh, yeah. you're gonna say yeah. it, it's about Ray's. You're gonna say something. No, I just gotta say it's like always a great place to go right. to. Uh, you always have a great time there. No matter if you're it's a good going vibe. there to have drinks or you're going there just to have dinner. dinner yeah, yeah, for sure. Great food. It's like, great people. Yeah. I would say like if you need to take your if your parents are in town, you gotta take them somewhere. I would say Ray's. Yes, I, I agree. agree. Ray's yeah, or Mike's, but I think Ray's is a better vibe. Ray's is more cat. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Mike's. It's far from downtown and campus. And it's, always, it's cool though it is cool i need to go there again i only went there freshman year and like when oh, really? i went to mike's it was like it was all right like it was pretty good i just feel like we waited forever for our food oh, i would go there on like a monday at noon with my friends mm-hmm. and we would like just order a pitcher margarita and do our homework like thank you guys right, so that's why i did so good at college yeah you want to take study advice from maddie there you go the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably not yeah. uh, but yeah how was your homecoming Great. I um worked. I she worked, worked all that. Oh, uh, so, yeah. Shoot. She couldn't make it out, so I, I hit. I asked <sighs> her if though. she was still coming. She couldn't, but we still had a great time. Working the Ohio State mm-hmm. game, so it was fun. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. still fun. All right, but Danny, we appreciate you having you in on Black School on Pass the Mic on Black School Radio. Yeah, of course. I, Thanks, Danny. I appreciate being here. Um, thank oh, yeah. you so much, all the fans listening. Tune in to Weekly Catastrophe to get Woo! more of me and my friend Mason Lawler. Yeah, so. shout out, shout out your socials and everything. Yeah, well, just well, at, at Callahan's Corner is my personal podcast. Yeah. We're still working on the Weekly Catastrophe social because um, we're waiting for our design. So yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So, but whatever. Yeah, so go support us on Black School Radio Wednesdays, five thirty, seven thirty. Weekly Catastrophe. I can't right. wait awesome. to tune in on Wednesday with you and Mason. All right, yeah, thank you. All right, thanks, Danny. <laughs> If you guys ever need a guest, let me know. I will. (laughs) All right. So thanks for Danny Callahan for coming on. And uh, after after this, we're going to get into the MLB playoffs with Maddie and I. We can't wait. Big game happening tomorrow, so stick with us. I love October. Yeah. October's one of the best sports months. So pass the mic. Welcome back to Pass the Mic Sports Talk here on BlackSchoolRadio.com. I just had Danny Callahan earlier to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Very interesting way we did it. Instead of doing the usual things, try to change things up. So let us know if you liked it. Yeah, let it. us know if you liked it. Yeah. We can but, do some more casual chit-chat stuff yes. if you want to. Yeah. But now we're going to get into the MLB postseason. Baseball, baby. And uh, the college football after that, too. As you said, October is the best sport – or the best month for sports. It is because – yeah. All leagues are going on. Yeah, at the same time. NBA starts getting kicked off. Uh, MLB the NHL's going to get October kicked off. is the best month for baseball. Baseball playoffs uh, and then football. We're in the NFL. we're in the meat of football now. Just it's going great, guys. It's going great. But well, tomorrow night, folks, if you want to watch uh, MLB postseason baseball, it will be on. As oh boy, let's take a uh, look who it is. Drum roll, please. Oh, we actually have a drum roll. Hockey. Get it together. Let's go. It is the New York Yankees versus the Boston uh, Red Sox. I hear, oh, I hear they really like each other over there. They're, they're big fans. Um, good support wants, of each other. Oh my, those, these two teams are always in the playoffs, Jerry. But sometimes it's nice seeing the Yankees and the Red Sox facing off each other in the playoffs because they've had some memorable times, especially the 2003 ALCS, 04 ALCS, then the 2018. 
2018 ALDS. The Yankees and the Red Sox uh, being in the playoffs just remind me of like the Lakers and the Lakers Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, yeah pretty it's much like, how it is. Yeah, I mean these teams hate each other. Boston fan bases. These fan bases get. I really mean, like aggressive. New York and Boston. Those are like those are those are their like their own people there. So like yeah. they love they love their baseball teams. But what makes this one different? This is a one game playoff series. So there's no. There's no game series. Two, this is game it. Three, yeah. Game four, game five. There's no game. This is game seven right here. So the winner go home for New York and Boston. It's in Boston, right? It's at Fenway. It's at Fenway. Park. Good old. They got uh, the green monster over there. It'll be good. It'll yeah. be good. I'm gonna watch this game for sure. Oh yeah, eight oh eight. I love the time there. Yeah, <laughs> First eight, pitch is at eight oh eight. Eight oh eight. And then the no wild card game is the Cardinals. who are on a hot streak to end the to uh, end the season and taking on the Dodgers. We're just short of winning the uh, NL West, but yep, the, the Giants won that one. So this will be another interesting one. I mean, it's it's in the it's at the Dodger Stadium, so Dodgers have a little bit of a home field advantage. But here's the thing: Cardinals hot. Usually, hot teams in the playoffs don't do that well. Yeah, hot in September. We'll see. I'm excited. We got to see. I guess. I mean, I, I'm thinking the Dodgers going to win this one. It is Max go, Serger pitching on the round versus. I would say Dodgers too, just because home field advantage yeah. and also the Cardinals have yeah. had hot streaks. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Dodgers. Serger versus Adam Wing, right? So I think that would be a good pitching match. Oh yeah, for I sure. I don't think it's gonna be really. That it's gotta be tough. They gotta they gotta put out their number one pitchers. Oh yeah, then the Yankees. It's Garrett Cole versus. Nathan Evil Dolly. Ooh, what a name. That is going to be a good one. But continue with that. Once the wild card series is over, Thursday kicks off the ALDS. The Rays will either take on one of their AL East rivals, the Yankees or Red Sox. And then the White Sox taking on the Astros. Ugh. I really want the White Sox to go far in this one. Oh, absolutely. Especially if it's against the Astros. That, I'll say, I like Chicago, and um, I don't like... Houston, Houston. No, so no one likes Houston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really think the White Sox can. I mean, the way this team was able to play together, being with a older head coach. Yeah, they had an amazing season. They were having an amazing season. They they dominated the AL Central. They absolutely much had yeah. a division clinch in like I would say August. Yeah, they have great talent everywhere. Well spread out. Yeah, Tim Anderson's has had a great season, and then uh, the NLCS. That begins Friday. The Giants either take on the Cardinals or the Dodgers. Yep. And then the the Braves and the Brewers face off against the Giants. Braves and Brewers. All the our Brewers. Braves very got in. Yeah. They only I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Brewers are gonna take that one. Yeah, I think so too. Yellow's yep. having a much better season. Oh yeah. But with that, we gotta now get into uh, college football. Week right. five just ended, but before we get into that, we have an important announcement for all you Kent State students to remind you to come out to Dick Stadium this Saturday night where the Golden Flashes take on Buffalo at 7 p.m. The theme is a gold out, and we are on primetime on ESPNU. There we go. So let's show the country who the best fans in college football are. So great win against uh, Bowling Green, but now we're going up against Buffalo, which last time we faced them, don't really want to mention it. Want to look forward to this game. Yeah, and I think I, I got faith. We got this. We got this. Yep. But getting into our first college football game, Cincinnati versus Notre Dame, as the ba- the Bearcats upset the Irish 
Drew Jack Cohn, not looking that good in this game, threw an interception. Man, this was so good to see. I'm not a not much of an Irish fan, but seeing Cincinnati moving up there, oh, number yeah. five. Always got to root that Ohio. Game. Oh, yeah. Even if the Ohio is basically Kentucky, you got to root the Ohio. Yeah, Desmond Ryder having a good game, 297 yards, two touchdowns. They're receiving with Alec Pierce, 144 yards. What a great game. And then just Notre Dame just really could not have an answer for the Cincinnati. Their defense really dominated Jack Cohn. And they they weren't able to score points till the end. I mean, Cincinnati, you had to start out strong against this good Irish team and just let them really not catch up to you at all. So a good game from Notre Dame. And then here's a... Michigan beat Wisconsin 38-17. This Michigan, this Michigan team's legit. I, mean, if I'm Ohio, I hope so. If I'm Ohio State, I'm going to be like, oh, man, this is not the Michigan we have yeah. seen the past five times. We're going to actually have to try. Like. We're going to actually have to try. It's not going to be a roller. Wisconsin, Which is good. It's good for the rivalry. You know? I like it. Yeah, Wisconsin not looking good at all. I mean, had a yeah, tough loss so last week against Notre Dame, and now this one against Michigan. Nah, they are not going to be the same old Ano Wisconsin. And here's another upset that happened. Bet you many of Buckeye fans are happy about this one. Oregon losing to Stanford 31-24. Stanford won. Can we believe that, guys? That was an amazing game. That was such a good game. Anthony Brown was not having a good game at all. Did throw an interception. So Oregon, it's like the thing with the Pac-12, you think they're going to be good. You thought Oregon could be a college playoff team, but this game, they didn't play that great. And... Stanford ended up winning that game. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, but Stanford was just the better team there. Uh, Oregon, they didn't produce what they needed to. They didn't have, they didn't make the good plays. They had to be the better team there. So, no, they didn't. yeah, just is what it is. And then here's the game you got you said on Ohio State destroying Rutgers 52 13. Oh, were we expecting this? Like I, I kind of thought Rutgers had a good shot. I thought it'd be at least time. closer, and especially because like Rutgers usually like kind of challenge us. So I don't know if CJ Stroud, Stroud and Stroud, CJ Stroud, Stroud. and uh, Baker Mayfield switch bodies or like what happened, but he had a great game. Let me like pull up his yeah, stats real quick. I think he had five touch, yeah, yeah, five touchdowns, seventeen for twenty three, uh, three hundred thirty uh, yards. He threw. It's just he did great. I think he. And it was funny because a lot of the post games, I think a lot of his teammates had his back during the interviews. They were like, "We hope he shut down all the haters with the game today." I he so definitely it was, did. It was it was great to see one like the support of his team and his coaches, but he looked. He was decisive. He I, I, he looked great. I don't even know. What to, he looked great. And, I mean, Henderson, too. I mean, we put Henderson in two weeks ago, I think, was his first start with Ohio State. And he's been great ever since he went in. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, he rushed for 71 yards. Uh, he had one touchdown. He did, Ohio State, they looked great. Defense, they figured out their stuff on defense. I mean, the Rutgers only scored 13 points. The Ohio State game was over in the first six minutes. They so already, they're looking like the same old Ohio State, you know. And this was they looked the dominant, games, yeah, dominating the performance. The game was over in the first six minutes. They scored twice. The Rutgers had no response to them. Yeah, and Ohio State they have a tough opponent next week against Maryland. Yeah, I mean, Maryland coming off a very tough loss to Iowa. 
that was 51-14. I mean, the way they play today, Maryland shouldn't be a problem. If they play the way they play today. I mean, Maryland played a tough opponent in Iowa, and now they have to face the Buckeyes who are coming off a very huge win. Yeah. So they don't want to have that same loss they did last week. I mean, like, look at Rutgers. I mean, Rutgers I mean and Ryan Day, he had a good take afterwards. Uh, he said, when someone asked him, he said, well, how do you feel about you having a young team? And he straight said, he said, they've seen some games now. They're not young anymore. They've no. been in the big leagues. They, they should know what to do. They have. So hopefully – this Ohio State team is the team we get next week, and we don't have to all feel like, who the heck are those players out there? Oh, yes. Another upset in college football as Kentucky beat Florida 20-13. to Shout out Jack oh, Harlow. Man. Yeah, give a shout out to Jack Harlow, the rapper. Very <laughs> unexpected scene. This one, Florida was favored by a good, good portion, but yeah. Kentucky's staying undefeated. They're 5-0 and on the year. They finally got put into the AP poll. Wow, yeah. So good seeing Kentucky doing that. And then we got ooh, another upset. Mississippi State being Texas A&M kicking the Aggies out of the top 25. 26-22, Mississippi State. Wow. Zach Calzada not looking good. They are having quarterback issues at A&M ever since Haynes King went down. Yep. Their run game, they're depending so much on that, but Isaiah Spiller can't do it all. Look at Mississippi State's quarterback, Will Rogers, yeah. passing for 408 yards, three touchdowns, 46 for 59. 46 for 59. Oh, my gosh. He played great. If you look at the matchup of quarterbacks, you would probably think that like Mississippi blew them out. You'd probably think the game was a lot yeah. farther away than 26-22. Yeah, but A&M uh, run game and their defense was keeping them in this one, but they really just couldn't hold it. I mean, I don't... I really don't know what Jimbo Fish is going to really do when it comes to the quarterback for the Aggies. He's in a tough spot right now. I mean, he's waiting for Haynes King to come back. Yeah. I mean, they might have not been both right. I mean, they're both freshmen. Yeah. And then closing it out with a late night upset. Jeez. Arizona State beating UCLA. That 42 sounds like... to 23. What was going on with Chip Kelly's coaching in this one? I, dude, Arizona and UCLA, can you imagine? The whole West Coast is probably drunk <laughs> uh, <they laughs> on probably Saturday. Were. Yeah. I mean, just looking at this game, it's kind of really even expecting that. I mean, Arizona not having a good game. Yeah. by the great Herm Edwards, but he was able to pull his team around and get that victory. So they're now undefeated in conference play, 4-1 on the year. UCLA dropping down. They're not. They're 3-2 and two now. They were doing good the hot start, and now they've kind of Arizona's 4-1, and one, so. Yes. So before we go in the break, Top 10 teams in college football right now. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Iowa. Yeah. Number four, Penn State. Number five, Cincinnati. Shout out. Trying to get into the top four. Group of five schools trying to do that. Six, Oklahoma. Seven, Ohio State. They moved up from being at 12 As they should have. As they should have. Now, eight is Oregon. Nine is Michigan. Wow. And 10 is BYU. So looking at this, it feels like every week there's a team that's in and there's a team that's out. Who do you think is the best team in college football? Who, is, Honestly, who do you I think? think? I think Georgia's the best I team agree. in college I agree. I think it's Georgia as well. Better, but Bama just stays on top because they're Bama, and Saban pretty much always puts out the best performance. Can't but when that, when, that SA, when that SEC championship game happens, I have a feeling that Georgia might take it. I Honestly, that, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. But I was going to say uh, – Ohio State, I'd say two weeks ago, we were like, they don't even belong in the top 10. 
And now after their performance on Saturday, I, I, I they they are a top ten team. Yeah, At least if they keep performing the way they did on Saturday. Do, but it's just the only games that like I think Ohio State's going to have trouble with are mainly Penn State. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say Michigan's going to be a hard one. Even Michigan State too. They play in Penn State next week. They play Penn State in three Noon. weeks. Oh, in three weeks. And then they got, then they then they got. So yeah, they got Maryland next, then Indiana, then Penn State, Nebraska, Purdue. Then the last two games will be hard, Michigan State and Michigan. I think the only game we should – I expect to lose is Penn State. I would say so, too. Yeah, everything else Michigan, I think we should Michigan's win. Michigan's always at the top level. That's the game that they got to win. Yeah. And with that, folks, Pass the Mic Sports Talk. We'll be right back as Maddie and I will be getting into our Week 5 NFL Pick'em. Hello, everybody. This is Ian. Welcome back to Pass the Mic Sports Talk here with Enzo Orlando beside me. I am Maddie Hayes uh, here on Black Squirrel Radio. And for both of us, we want to tell you to celebrate the weekend starting on Friday through Saturday with the Boozy Bucket Social at Spins Bowl. $25 per person, including a boozy bucket, food, three games of bowling, and a shoe rental. Not a bad deal. That sounds like a, that does sound like a goal. It's a great time, actually. I haven't gone bowling in like two years at least. Oh, Spins is great too. 10 out of 10 recommend. Spins. I usually go to Kent Lane's. No, you go to Spins. Spins. All right, man. Next time <laughs> we'll go to Spins. And all right, Maddie, you hear that? It's now time for our NFL Pick'em Week 5. And let's look at our um, <sighs> records. I am 21 and 11. You are 18 and 14. That's because Jake picked your games. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Jake, I love you, my man. But also, Jake is my uh, mortal enemy in life. <laughs> so you're frenemies. Yeah, we are. We are <laughs> exactly frenemies. Uh, we just like it's so funny. He is my replacement co-host because we have exactly opposite sports opinions about everything. So, and I'm holding him personally responsible for me not beating you in this. So you're very unhappy with the way he picked last week. Yeah, uh, he picked against the Browns. Oh yeah, I gotta tell him whenever <laughs> the Browns play, you gotta pick them because especially for me for you, for you. yeah, yeah exactly you. i am cleveland always so it's okay jake i forgive you but if i lose against you and so then i don't forgive him okay okay no, even if it's by more than what he betted like i still blame jake all right let's get into it thursday night football rams at seahawks oh yeah baby who are you going with i'm going with the rams I'm gonna go with Seattle. It's yeah. a home game for them, and their their crowd gets pretty loud with fans now back. So, I gotta go with the Seahawks in this one. I mean, McVay's coming off a, even though he's coming off a tough loss, I have a feeling that Seattle's fans will be the definitely the different maker in this one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. next Sunday, one o'clock games: Jets at Falcons. Jets coming off a win. This Falcons is gonna coming be a, off a good tough, game, tough loss. guys. <laughs> Jets and Falcons. I think we should clear our schedule to go watch yeah. it. Um, I'm having the Jets. They they're coming off their win. I thought Zach Wilson looked good, and I think the Falcons are even worse than the Jets. Wow. So I'm going with the Jets. I'm gonna go with the Jets too. I yeah. mean, I don't think Atlanta has that good of a defense this year. Yeah. I mean, their offense is pretty much just Matt Ryan, just literally throwing it to any receiver, tight end he can. I can't believe I'm going for the Jets. I I never. This is gonna be weird. <laughs> yeah. This this, is, this this was a major kind of an. Upset. I don't even know if I'll watch this game. <laughs> I don't even know. Spread out for this game. I don't know, but moving on, we got the Packers at Bengals. Bengals coming off a win yeah, for sure. over the Jaguars, but now Aaron Rodgers comes in. 
Who do you got, Enzo? I gotta say, give me the Packers in this one. I, I agree. Cincinnati's defense. I don't know if they're exactly. able to handle Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. I, it's gonna be 100%. a very tough matchup for them. Yeah. I think Burrow's gonna do fine. It's just I don't see them really being able to do much to push a win. If it's gonna be a win for the Bengals, it'll come off a field goal at the end, like it did against Jackson. I yeah. I I don't actually think it's gonna be a close game. I think the Packers are gonna win by two touchdowns. All right, Packers in one. Next. Lions at Vikings. Both these teams coming off losses. Lions haven't won a game yet. Vikings only have one win on the season, but it is in Minnesota. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. I just think even though both teams are kind of struggling here, but I'm going to go. I think the Vikings are going to pull through here. I just don't see the Lions being able to beat them. Yeah, I'm going with the Vikings too. We got the skull chant going around even though they lost yesterday. Next, Broncos at Pittsburgh. Okay, so how I feel is one, I don't like Steelers, but like, I just, they, it's they're not looking good to me. And the Broncos, even though they've played some easy teams this year, I think that they've they're what three and one now. I think yes. that they can pull off this win against the Steelers. That'll be interesting if Drew Lock can going up against Pittsburgh's defense, who has been looking shaky. But I think since Denver does not have that good of an offense, I think Pittsburgh's going to take this one for sure. You're going Steelers. It's going to be a very low-scoring game. You might see this game being a final of ten to three. Okay. Maybe even just field goals. I mean, because Big Ben just can barely throw the ball. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go fourteen nine Broncos. All right, interesting. Yeah, I think that would be depending on the run a lot. Yeah, I don't think Locke can carry them. Next, Dolphins at Buccaneers. This is an interesting one because those uh, Tom Brady versus the Dolphins when he Florida was in the AFC East. Those are always interesting matchups. Never really played good, but I'm still have to go with the Buccaneers. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Dolphins still don't have Tua back, using a former Patriot Jacoby Brissett as the backup now as the starter. Dolphins just don't seem like a complete team to me. I feel like they have a lot of missing pieces. They still got to figure out. Yeah, they do. Next, Saints at Washington. All right. Who you got? I'm going to say the Saints are going to bounce back and win this one. I have a feeling Jameis Winston's going to really lead him. I think Saints defense will perform better. So. I think this will be a good game. I I feel like this will be probably the game I watch here. Um, I'm going to go Washington with this. Okay, interesting. Next, Eagles at Panthers. Both of these teams coming off loss, but... Yep. I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to have to go Panthers. I 100% one. agree, yeah. I mean, I think the Eagles and Jane Lawrence is doing good, but I just don't think he can really carry the whole team. Uh, same thing going with uh, uh, their defense is not good in Philly. So, got a lot of issues, but yep. let's go with the Panthers. I agree. Next. Titans at Jaguars. Oh, man. Titans Another good losing game. <laughs> to a team that hasn't won. You think the Titans can do it again, losing to a team that hasn't won? It's the Jaguars. Yes. Yeah. You know what? We got a caller in. We got a caller. Let's get it. This is Pastor Mike Sportsock. Who's on the air right now? I completely take back what I said about Baker Mayfield. Oh, my so gosh. It is Donnie. Donnie, what's up, man? How you doing? You hear what I just I completely I remember calling two weeks ago going on about how Baker Mayfield's doing better. I completely take that back. He had a bad game. Did you see him? We scored one touchdown. One touchdown. Come on. Hey, that that touchdown was a run from Kareem Hunt. Baker didn't even throw a single touchdown. What else else did Baker do? Baker does absolutely nothing. For one game. 
he struggled a bit. I he, uh, the old line's a little bit banged up. I don't think Jedrick Wills is gonna come back next week. So what? Well, you, you, so I'm, you just think Baker's bad now? Um, I'm just I'm just saying it's like he, there's this whole year though he hasn't had any crazy game that has stood out. I saw one game maybe, and then. Here he goes against the average defense. He does absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's pathetic. It is pathetic. Pathetic. I, I, I mean, there's points where I can agree with you. Yes, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. was open a couple times. He couldn't hit Odell. Do you think they're having chemistry issues, Don, Donnie? Well, what I told you is I think I, I said this two weeks ago. I think Odell's he puts too much pressure on Baker to throw to him because it's OBJ, Mr. OBJ, one-handed catch guy. Like I said, and he feels like it's forced to... Do you agree with me on that at all, or no? Do you agree with that? I feel like this game, he, I don't think he really wasn't forcing it to Odell, because he, he didn't really do that against the Bears. He, the Bears, he looked fine, and, and the Bears are they're a top defense. I think he looked terrible throwing it to everyone, so... <laughs> I think he was, just a little, he was a little bit off. Yeah, what, what do you think we could do about this, though? Because I'm just watching there, I'm, I'm drinking my push light during the game, and I'm about to throw it at the TV watching Baker. What's going on here? Going Come on, on. Baker's going to bounce back. He's going to get in there. He's going to watch the film. They're going to talk about it. He'll be fine next I week. I mean, he's definitely going to watch this game tonight against the Chargers see how their defense does. I mean, the L.A. Chargers, they have a He knows who did defense. bad. He took full accountability. He knows. Who did? Who did? Baker. Baker. That's the first thing he said at the oh, press conference. Wait, wait. I'm about to change the subject really quick. <laughs> okay. Um, We're going to need you to take a side on the Baker. Did you guys see the, the video of Urban Meyer at the club? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk Meyer about it. That is an interesting take. I I don't know. Urban stayed in Ohio after he lost to Joe Burrow and the Bengals yeah. and, you know, decided to go down to his good old uh, joint down in Dublin, Ohio, Urban Meyer's Pine House, and oh, had my. a little bit too much, was really feeling it that night, and, you know, wanted to go somewhere. Don't who you was, know if you're Urban Meyer, people will record you? Like, d- d- how do you? He was like living like in college. And I don't want to. I, I I'm not going to swear. I'm going to use the most regular language ever. I'm going to try. Thank you. But I think. I think. Can I use the word scumbag? Yeah, sure. Yes. It's on our list. Me and heads will turn around. Look at our list. I think Urban Meyer is one of the biggest, one of the biggest scumbags for coaching because he all he cares about when he was a college coach. All he cared about is getting players who will win him money, win him game, and win him money. You know what I'm saying? I think he was like, yes. at Florida. He was recruiting a bunch of thugs, Aaron Hernandez, the Pouncey brothers were all in trouble down there. Like, I just think he's all about himself. Oh, he is. I mean, just doing that, he was just such such selfish moves. Just did things that he wanted to do, and it's just getting a bad rep. And here's the thing: I don't think he's going to last in the NFL even a year. He might be out like halfway through. the season I don't think he something. wants to last. I don't even think the NFL's. It's not even working. I don't even know why he's even coaching Jacksonville. Oh well. <laughs> yeah, I just it's. He said something to some coach where he said, it's like you're playing Alabama every week. It's like, bro, bro. you're playing in the NFL. What what do you expect? Unfortunately, the only team that's not Alabama is the Jaguars. <laughs> yes, that's his team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't think he'll last over a year. Um, hopefully he's not having too much fun like that anymore during the season. It was, he was definitely enjoying himself in that video, though. He was having a good time. But like you said, when you got that type of name on you, you're going to – 
you're going to have some videos being taken of you when you're out. You just got to be careful what you're doing. And he should know that. Now I'm going to lie, Diane. This looks like a, a move that good old Johnny football used to pull off. It feels like Urban and Johnny, glory guys in college, they come to the NFL and they can't handle it. So they go out and party and do stuff like that. That, <laughs> wow. is, that is point on right there. It reminds me of one of my buddies named Joey Freighter. He'd be doing something like that. He'd be doing some move Donnie, like that. I need you to pick a side for Baker Mayfield. What'd you say? I need you to pick a side for Baker. You can't keep calling back, switching well, if you like him or not. Well, you heard what I said last week. Yeah. I, I just And I agreed. Yeah, but it just, after that week, I haven't seen anything out of him. I've not seen anything out of him. And I think right now... I would. Uh, I'm against Baker Mayfield. That's my side. Not, I'm not switching I just up think at you, I just think he was just not having a good game. I, was, I don't think Baker was that prepared. I don't think he took Minnesota that seriously as he usually would with other teams. But he's got to be on his game against the Chargers. I just think. I think he just he, just he had a bad game bad and he game. got in his head. I think that's it. You know when you're like having yeah. a bad like I, like you know I played softball and you make one bad throw or something and then like the rest of the game you're just like okay gotta make a good throw and then you, you overthrow it. You know what I mean? I think it, it it just happens. Oh, I just think Baker's not used to playing an indoor. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, he was just definitely just got his head a little bit too much. Look at some film, fix it up a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it, when I was when I was watching the game yesterday, the first thing I thought of is uh, I'm I'm calling past the mic tomorrow and going on a story. Yeah. About oh yeah. I I knew I was gonna get something from you today, Donnie. How do you feel the defense, well, Donnie? Well, the defense phenomenal. 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 Great. Greedy Williams played out of his mind. Oh, great. Dumpet is great. plays great, too. Miles Garrett, the defensive line, uh, they carried us. They carried the Brownies yesterday for the for the win, definitely. I mean, that's what we need. We're going to have games like this where Baker's not going to play good, and you're going to have to depend on your defense to get the win, and they really did show up. I mean, the secondary played their best they did all season, I got to say. Yeah, Felton yeah, looks what, great. What about, what you say? I said Felton looks great. Dimitri yeah, everyone, everyone, oh, yeah. Was, everyone was looking, everyone was the defense was looking phenomenal. That's and, a uh, word, yeah. I'm thrown in there. My uh, my Iowa State Cyclones got back on the W track at the 59-7 win. I don't know if you saw that, Enjo. You see that? I I did not. Who did they? Yeah, and then Kent, Kent State got the upset against Bowling Green too. My alma mater. Woo! So it was. A, it was it was a pretty good weekend for uh, football for me. Oh, Besides yeah. Baker. Oh, yeah. Besides Baker. Big victory Monday Baker. over here. Victory <laughs> Monday. But uh, thanks for taking the time for uh, listening today, guys. Thank I'm you. you All right. You're welcome, Don. You take care, man. All right. I'll see you guys. See Bye. Ya. See ya. All right. Got to get back in the pick em. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Where are we thanks at? Thanks for calling in, Donnie. Uh, where, where Patriots are we at? at Texans. Were we at Patriots? At yep, Texans? we just did Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, Donnie called the right time. Good time, yeah. Good time and Donnie. So, yeah, Patriots at Texans. Ah, give me the Pats in this one. The Texans are just terrible. Easy peasy. Pats next. <laughs> yeah. Next. Bears at Raiders. Raiders. Oh, give me the Raiders. Yeah, I agree. I, I like the Bears. Um, Yeah, Raiders. <laughs> Browns at Chargers. I know what you're going to say. Yeah, Chargers, baby. No, Browns. Let's get it. Let's get, I Browns at Chargers. The reason why Browns I, there's the going to be a lot of Browns fans at that game. Oh, it'll be fun. That'll be a fun one. They're all, all right. fun ones. Yes. All right, next, Giants at Cowboys. 
Even though the Giants are coming off a win, I'm going to say the Cowboys. I agree. Um, I think the Cowboys, what, they're like 3-1 now, 2-2? I'm going with Cowboys. Yeah, they're 3-1, yeah. the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Last 4 o'clock game, 49ers at Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. They are just unstoppable. 49ers going with probably Trey Lance might make his first start. I really don't know. I mean, they still have a good defense, but I think the Cardinals got this one. Oh, yeah, same. And last Sunday night football, Bills at Bills Chiefs. Bills versus Chiefs. AFC championship rematch. This is a good one. This is a good one. I, I'm going to have to go with the Bills in this yeah. one. I think Josh Allen want revenge. Stephon Diggs especially. He stood out the game and watched the Chiefs celebrate, so he's going to be ready for this one. So give me the Bills. Bills look great. Their defense looks great. I'm going Chiefs, baby. She's going Chiefs. Going Chiefs. Give me my homes. Oh, man. So that is our pick um, and we really, wow, we've got 10 minutes left in the show, so we really got to get into. What are you doing, drunky? <laughs> drunky of the week. And I'm going to start off with my drunky. It is uh, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kit Cliffin. Uh, before the game in the, the pregame interview, a uh, reporter was talking to him, and he said, uh, get your popcorn ready uh, before losing to Alabama, 42-21. to 21. So, yep. Cliffin, you know, really Get just thought he had high ready. expectations uh, for Ole Miss in this one, but Bama showed out and showed them who you are. In you got to appreciate the confidence. You got uh, to you you, you be confident. I mean, yeah. I mean, they are now 0-1 in conference play, but still 3-1, so Ole Miss still ranked, so they're not bad, but Lane Kiffin, I, I just think in the moment he just wanted to get it done with, so he just had to say whatever was in his brain. So not a total drunky move by Cliffin, but. He's wearing yeah. khakis and a visor. Yes. Love to see it. All Love right. to see it. All right, Maddie. Oh, my what drunky. What are you the, doing, drunky? <laughs> my drunky, which we kind of already talked about, but it's got to be Urban Meyer. Oh, yes. It's got to be Urban Meyer. Because what is he doing? <laughs> like, it is <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally, this girl looks like she's like 22, and yeah. he's like almost 60. She's letting him dance on him. And- I literally, I saw this on TikTok, and I was just like, oh, that's weird. He's so much older, and it's weird how they're like standing. And then I go on Twitter to find out it's Urban Meyer. I was like, what in the Lord's name? Like, that is not Shelly Meyer. Yeah, so people, some people thought it was his wife, and I heard other people like, hey, is he dancing with Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> I saw that one right there. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, not Trevor Lawrence. Just like, I think when I, just Urban Meyer <sighs> as a person, I just think he doesn't have like good morals or anything. I think he is what Donnie said. He's all about himself. Did you expect this? Like, I did not. I, I mean, did. his whole, the last like five years even, just like yeah, three I mean, to five. Like, what? Who are you? I with Ohio State. Did whatever he could to, like, really just win. That's all he yeah. pretty much cared about. I mean, it's good coaching style, I gotta say. But then the couple other scandals, and then, like, the one uh, coach he hired. Uh, right. With all his scandals. his wife, so. Yep. He has a lot He has a lot of right. scandals in his life. I will. I'll give you one. You know, I'll give you one. Everyone makes a mistake. After that, like, uh, I don't know. And it, <laughs> it just seems like just. As an NFL head coach doing this, going out to your one of your old your old yeah. bars and down in Columbus and not traveling back with Jack, so like saying, "Oh, you're gonna stay with family," but he, he left his wife to go take care of the grandkids while he went out and partied. And you don't see guys like Kevin Stefanski or Bill Belichick doing this. You don't. They're not. When the when Stefanski got a shot in the NFL, he, he did just, not go out. He, he looks like on a frat. He looks like a frat guy. He looks like a frat guy at a college bar. 
college bar. Yeah. College like, girl. Mo looks like an alumni. Yeah. Hitting on college girls. Just such a bad look. And my comparison with him, the Johnny Football, yeah, I'm starting to see that. I mean, both uh, yeah. of them, great in college. They come to the NFL. They're not ready to meet those expectations. So much different game over there. And, man, just what a bonehead move by uh, Urban Meyer. He and, has to know better. What do you think his team – like, how do you think his team feels, too? I His team I – mean, I don't know. If you're a player senior coach and you're, like, feeling, is this seriously the guy leading my team? Is, is this the one I got to go to and be like, hey, he's got to give us what 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 way we got to win? The culture in Jacksonville is just so dysfunctional. Do you know who they kind of feel like? <laughs> oh, oh, I think I might know who you're going with. They kind of feel like how the Browns used to be. I, they, just like a big hot mess. I mean, Jacksonville has all, kind of always been like that. They had that one good 2017 season with Blake Bortles as their quarterback, and then they just completely fell off. They thought that they were changing by drafting Trevor Lawrence and having Urban Meyer as the head coach so we can develop Lawrence, but... Urban has so much of that college coach in him. It's not working out. He's going to be like how many great college coaches in the NFL just not working like Saban. Yeah, I just think Urban is kind of like a me guy, and it works out for college football. Because in college football, you are the guy, you know? Like, you are God to a D1 football team. But for that's that's not the case in professional. So, I just, I agree. I just don't think professional is his route. Maybe, maybe he'll... I hope. I hope he figures it out or whatever. He's like the Jaguar savior. Cool. Yeah, hope I, so. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm really not thinking that. I really don't think he's going to last. Yeah. But his press conference, you, know, you can tell that he looked very uncomfortable. It kind of it, really it kind of dampens his reputation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he was like Urban Meyer from Ohio State. Urban and Meyer, now it's just yeah, like. Ohio State, Florida. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Utah in Bowling Green. Yeah. Good coaching resume, but just wasn't it? He was just like, I think one before I asked him, did, did you talk to your family? He's like, yeah, I did. But I can only imagine how that one went with him and his wife. Yeah. And, oh, man. He kind of reminds me of, like, a celebrity who comes back and does, like, Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> like, I, like, I, like, I guess you're kind of relevant. <laughs> like, is there all? I mean, he was doing a Fox College game day before he got back with the NFL. And he should have stayed doing that. And he, I think he was doing fine. I mean, yeah. he wasn't that's, too that's much the right move. Mind, wasn't, you know, he has a lot of those, like, health problems and things with his right. mind. And him going back to the NFL, I mean, it's a lot more pressure on you to win games and also being able to be professional all the time and just being with the team mostly. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's just like in college, but. I feel like towards the end of the season, he's going to have a lot of more, air quotes, health problems, and it's going to prevent him from coaching again. Yeah, coaching. Oh, but then he yeah. also saw that USC's job open. He's like, he's thinking go? about, oh, maybe. Right. I, just, he'll, no. he'll take a year off. He'll be like, I'm going to go back to college. He'll be like, all right. <laughs> he's just never going to leave. Honey, you got your money. Just chill. <laughs> yes. Well, with that, folks, it's time for, for past the mic to, to say goodbye as we are getting Aww. ready. To close out the day here on BlackSoulRadio.com. Anything you guys say, Maddie, before we go? Oh, so good to be back. Sorry I'm a little sniffly. I'll be 100% healthy next week. Oh, it was just great having you back. I mean, oh, so good to be back. It I made me want to come week. back and do the shows. So Aww, Wish we could be back tomorrow, but we'll be back next Monday. So hopefully another victory Monday next Woo! Monday. Hopefully we beat the Chargers because I like having these victory Mondays. I don't know what's going to happen when I got to have a show and we lost. Yeah. 
We have to have a because I always out. do those videos and I don't know, man. Oh, shout out to Twitter. Shout out. Yeah, Inst- Twitter, Instagram, shout Facebook. Out. They might have been. Uh, go ahead. What are you doing, Drunky? Upload Facebook and Instagram because yeah. they were not working. <laughs> yeah. And was didn't really need to be on them today, but you know, for posting matters, yes. So, Travis Kelsey, take us away. I learned one thing since I've been here. You gotta fight for your right to fight. 